Okay, welcome everyone to the Oave Torah Daf Yomi Yishior. Today is your Daf Chaf Aleph. We'll begin on Daf Chaf Amur Bet at the two dots towards the bottom of the page. Just a reminder, today's Shior is a Zichut for our sponsor, Daniel ben Devorah. He should have success in all of his endeavors. It says, He started this last time. I think we did this last time when we got to Tutet. I'm sorry, we're going to revamp that, and we're going to start actually on Dav Chaf Aleph, Amur Aleph, at the two dots. Mm-hmm. We did this last time. Says another Bayimine. Says the Gemara Bayimine, Rav Iva Saba Merav Huna. If you have a, a half behemah that's half owned by Jews, by a Jew, and half owned by a Goy, can it be slaughtered on Yom Tov? Over here, the question is, where are we? Right here. Right? Can it be slaughtered on Yom Tov? Okay? Says Amale, Mutar. So he tells them, it was Mutar, you're allowed to slaughter on Yom Tov. Now that seems to bother us, says the Gemara. How comes it comes nederim and devot, which mean, which are voluntary korbanot that a person decides to bring? We said you're not allowed to offer those on Yom Tov, right? You're allowed to bring on Yom Tov the, the, the korbanot that you have to of the holiday. But we had Tanaic opinions that said that you're not allowed to offer those korbanot on Yom Tov. So even though some parts go uh, are eaten by Jews on Yom Tov, you're allowed to slaughter to be something to be eaten by Jews. Right? Mm-hmm. So, how come when it comes to a half owned by a Jew, half owned by a Goy, you, can't, you can slaughter it? And when it comes to a nether that you made in May, and now it comes Shavuot time, you decide to bring it on the holiday, we said, no, you can't bring it on the holiday. Why can't I bring it on the holiday? Because, well, pro- assumingly it's because uh, you could have done it earlier, and, and, and some of it is going to Hashem. And the reason why I think Some, I could is because I did hatara. Is that why? Well, no, no. The reason why you think you could is because yeah. But I'm eating. I, I'm hungry. Well, I, I'm allowed to make my food on Yom Tov. The concept. So of if I'm allowed to make a barbecue on Yom Tov, why? Even even if only half the barbecue is going to Vinny, right? So why can I make a barbecue on Yom Tov and half the barbecue going to God? What's the difference? So if I have to, if I have an animal, I'm slaughtering, and I'm just make all barbecue. That's for sure fine. That's mutar on Yom Tov. Right, so it, because some of it goes on the mizbeach, is a problem. Who cares? So, the same. It, and, and now that you told him, even if half goes to Vinny, it's okay. So half's going to God. What's the difference? So during your holidays, usually there's no korban olah. The, the korban olah, oh, right? No korban olah. Thank you. That was the Mishnah. The Mishnah mm-hmm. just said that. Exceptions of ones that are necessary for the holiday, holiday specific ones. But why? What's the what's the concept? Hashem's resting. Is only no, no, no. The concept is that you're not allowed to slaughter for things that are. That are for they're not for your food. So, well, so, the, so therefore, the, 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 there would be no Allah. Yeah. Okay. You with us? But it's Shabbat, you're allowed to slaughter with me, right? Yeah, for sure. Whatever you have to, but not not in the time of Not something. No, you made a promise from years ago. I want to bring. You can't just. You can't come whatever you want. Okay. Okay. We should put the AC on. AC. So Rav Huna answered, and he says, Oh, look, there was an Orev. I just saw an Orev fly in the sky. Which means, he didn't want to answer the question. 
dodge it. Right. Kinafak, when Avia left, Amalei Rabbah the Bere. So Rabbah, the son of Rav Huna, asked him, Rabbah Rav Huna asked him, Lav Hainu Rav Ivia, Sabbat the Mishlachach Lebe Bemor Begiveh? Isn't this Rav Ivia, the old rabbi, who you always praise and hold he's a big rabbi? If he's a guy you don't want to talk to, okay, okay, fine, but he's a big rabbi. The guy a rabbi who? So why do you, why, why you ignore him? Amalei, Umay Avile, what can I do for him? Ani Hayom, he quotes a pasuk um, about somebody being being hungry in Chiyashinim. He says, I'm not feeling well. He says, and uh, I'm hungry, and I can't. I don't have the 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 wherewithal to answer the question. It's a hard question. It needs work. Time am I? So what is the answer to the question? Says the because the rule is that there's no way you could get, even if you only need a little kazayit of meat, you have to shech the whole animal. And therefore, therefore, the fact that there's going to be extras is not a problem. So the only way to get meat is to get extras. And therefore, the fact that some goes to the goy doesn't make a difference. It's going to be extra anyway. When the Kwanim are getting their food, and when the owner is getting his food, he's getting his food from Hashem. Now, this is an interesting concept of the Torah about it. But the idea behind it is, in simplicity, is that really, Neder, all the meat belongs to Hashem. Even the meat that's eaten by you. And you're getting it from Hashem's table. And therefore, since you're really not allowed to shecht for Hashem, and all the meat belongs to Hashem, you can't have it. As opposed to a regular shechita, even though something's going to a goy, but it's okay because what's going to you is yours, and that's fine. Okay. That is a very, very simplistic way of explaining it, but I'll do it as clear as I can for now. Amar of If you have a half, half goy, half, half yoli, half any, mutal shechita biyomtov. It's allowed to be slaughtered on yomtov. If I have a big dough, which is half vinnies and half yolis, you can't bake the whole thing on Yom Tov. Why? You could have split it when you when you need it. So therefore, the only way to do shechita is to shech the whole animal. And therefore, you're allowed to give half to vinny. But when you have a... Um, if you have a big uh, thing of bread, give half to vinny, don't bake it, and bake the half that belongs to Yodli. Okay, and therefore you're not allowed to do it. Good? So there's a difference between bread and... Split bread, you can't split an animal. Correct. Okay. Okay. So we're listening to a bunch of different things about um, dog bread. Now, dog bread in the olden days is bread with bran in it. Okay? Okay, now, if you put too much bread in the bread, now, bran is cheap because nobody really cares about bran. Okay? No, nowadays, everyone wants bran, but in those days, no one wanted bran, and the bran was cheap. And therefore, when you make bread that you want to feed the dogs, use so, so then you just use a lot of bran. Now, if you use a lot of bran, it's inedible. If you use a little bran, it's edible, but not good. Okay? 
So now, this dog bread that, they, that they're baking for the dogs, there's a bunch of different rules. Number one, meaning as long as it's edible by the shepherds, right? The shepherds are ones feeding dog bread. Why? Because the shepherds want dogs. The she- sheep dogs are, are the most pe- valuable thing for a shepherd. They keep the sheep in in, 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 route. In, in route, where they're supposed to be. Sheep just wander, and the dogs keep them where they're supposed to be. So they need do- they need the dogs, and they're always feeding the dogs. They take care of the dogs. They need the dogs. So now, if the sh- if it's if it, there's less little enough brand that the that the shepherd's going to eat it, so then the following rules apply. Number one is you have to bring challah because it's meant for humans. You have to bring challah. Number two, ma'arvima. You can use it for eruv chaserot. If you want to make it, use it for eruv. You need bread. You allowed to use it. Number three, mishtarfim. You allowed to use it for for shituf and mavui, like we learned in Eruvin, there's also mavui. When you can make a beracha of hamotzi on it. And number two, number five, you could have to make zimun on this type of bread. Number six, nefet biyomtov. That's our problem. It could be baked on yomtov. Where regular bread cannot. Right. No, you could use regular, but you can't use dogo. You can't use one. You shouldn't be able to cook for dogs. Why do you have to list all these things? Just tell me if the bread's edible. It has all the same rules as regular pot finish. Well, it could rattled be, off a, right, a bunch of it, things. No, it, I don't know. It could be yeah. that there's one that's missing, or it could be that we wanted to show you that it applies to each different things. Because it could be the different laws for each one. Okay, and you can bake it on yomtov. That, that's the one we need. You could use it for matzah. For matzah, for alecha matzah. Okay. Vamai, why? Why are you allowed to bake it on Yom Tov? Why don't we say split it and uh, give the bottles to the dog? You're not going to bake the same way you said it for the goy. Okay. Says the Gemara. Shani isat kavim or il ve'evshel lefaisam benila. When it comes to a, uh, a kelev, the rule is. There you're allowed to do the whole thing because because since it's possible, even though you're planning to give some to the goy, right? Even though you're planning to give some to the not to the goy, to, you're planning to give some to the dog, right? But you might think that since you could give the dog instead some scraps of meat from your table, which people don't sometimes do, therefore the whole thing might end up being eaten by humans. Since the whole thing I eat by humans, therefore it's mutar to bake this. So now, even though you, it sounds like, now when you say hoil, it sounds like even though I'm planning to feed it to Fido, right? Since I might feed Fido my leftover hot dog, and there, and then and thereby use all the bread for humans, therefore I'm allowed to bake it on Yom Tov, even though I'm planning to give it to Fido. <coughs> now that theory of using that, sorry, is called... Excuse <coughs> me, It's called ho'il. Okay? It's called ho'il. So the problem really is baking for the dog. You're not allowed to bake for a dog. Now, I might not be baking for the dog because I, I, there's a chance that I might feed the dog for a hot dog. So the is saying, do you want to claim that Rav Chista holds a ho'il? In the beginning of this Masech that we saw, of this Pidak, we saw that Rav Chista is the one who doesn't hold a ho'il. Where do we see? Says the Gemara. When we eat the Rav Chista ho'il, uh, we, we spoke about if you're baking from Yom Tov to, to, to a weekday, which means it's on the Yom Tov, and you're baking for a weekday. Okay, Rechista says you get Malkut. Rabbi holds you do not get Malkut. Okay, now why, why does Rechista say you get Malkut? Okay, 
We don't say that the rule that, that this guy baked. Let's give a case, okay? You have a guy who baked chali on Yom Tov afternoon. Okay, it's Yom Tov afternoon. He has no meals left. He's baking chali or he's baking uh, whatever it is um, cookies, and he's baking them for tomorrow. Tomorrow, because he has a whole party the next day. Not allowed. Not allowed. What happens to him? Rechis says you get makut. And Rabbi says you don't get makut. Rechis says you get makut because you bake for a long time. Rabbi says you get makut. Why? Because what if a guest comes? Since a guest might come. They may eat it now. And he might want it now. So I bake for Yom Tov. Even though you don't have a guest coming. So even so on this effect that I may use it on Yom Tov, that's good. Right. That's so Rechis says you get makut. And Rabbi says you don't get makut. Yeah. Right? So Rechis says you get makut. That means if Rechis holds, doesn't hold of oil. So how are you telling me over here that Rechista by the dogs says you're allowed to bake it because maybe you might eat the whole thing. Well, why didn't he say maybe by the cookies? It's different oils. Ones uh, ones are actually here, the people, ones they might not even come. No, the people are not here. In this case, there were no guests coming. No guests came. No, but he said they might eat it. The people who live there, the residents. And here too, maybe the shepherds will eat the whole thing and they'll feed a frank to the goy. No. Feed a frank to the dog. Mm-hmm. Right? Understand? You, you, you lost. No, I have it. Yeah. I have it. Since, since someone may come to eat it, if they come over, then it's then the rubber holds that it's therefore... And Rav Chista doesn't. Right. But by, by the dog, Rav Chista, even though he didn't allow by the cookies, he, he allowed the, the baking the bran bread because may, maybe... No, maybe we won't feed the thing to the dog and therefore we'll be baking it for the shepherds. When... when you understand? Rav Chista holds that... that Whenever the maybe is applicable to to yourself, right? Then 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 it's okay. Well, the maybe is, no. In both cases are applicable to yourself. You have shepherds and you have a host. In, let's contrast those two cases. There's a shepherd who's baking bread that's half for him for the dog, and there's a host who's baking cookies. When he ostensibly, says ostensibly for tomorrow. When he says maybe that it's going to be good, he he'll he'll be he'll be eating it for himself and not giving it to a dog. It's okay. But when he says, when he right, says, right, right, when he right, says, right. Even, maybe, even, though, even though, maybe, even though he's planning to give some, he's planning to give some to the dogs, and he's making for the dogs, and we don't care. But when it comes to the cookies, Rukhis says, "Look, can't give him malkut. Malkut, what are you giving malkut for? Because uh, he's baking for, he's baking for tomorrow. Maybe it's for today. Say the same, maybe for today, like you said, maybe for the dogs. What's stopping him on the day of Yom Tov with the cookies to just eat the cookie? I don't know. I don't think it has. He any baked it for the next day. It's, it's well, for the he purpose, the intent. He bite today. But it's the intent. He but what are you baking all the cookies for? The intent was not for now. Now, now, if fifty lady, if fifty guests come over, you'll feed it all to them. So but that's true. When you opened, when you took out your bowl to start making it, that wasn't your reason. Correct. Okay. If, of course, it's allowed. If you, if you know, if you know guests are coming, of course you can bake. Go ahead, right? Okay. Now. So you see that he doesn't. I'm Ella. Lotem mahoyel ve'efsha. El kigon de'itlinivah. The vaday efsha lefaisanunivah. Change the answer. We had said before. Maybe I'll feed the the a frank to the to the to the nevela. So answer. Well, no, we're not talking. About maybe we're talking about a case where you actually have a frank to give to the animals, and therefore it's all going to the rat shepherds, and therefore that's why you're not a baker in Yom Tov. Did I lose you? No, there's no hoyel. There's no hoyel. It's it, it's a case where you actually have it. Good. He doesn't hold the hoyel. Next case. By Minerva Huna. What time is it? 708. 708. 708. Let's try to get a little more done. By Minerva Huna. Hani Bene Baga. These people of the villagers. Dinamu Alayu Kimcha Demnechala. 
where the government told them they have to bake the flour for their soldiers. Ma'olav tov yom tov. Can they do it on yom tov? Okay? I'm assuming it wasn't second on the fashot. So, amaleh, because you normally not allowed to bake for goy, right? But here, they told you to bake on yom tov, what are you allowed to do? Amaleh, lo, chazin, we check. Right. If they could give some of the bread to their kids, if the people baking the breads are allowed to give some to their kids, in other words, you gave they the soldiers gave us, let's say, twenty five pounds of flour to bake. If they if they want all twenty five pounds of flour of of cookies back, right? So then we're not allowed to bake it. But if we're allowed to give, uh, come on, give me one cookie to my kid, to my little kid. And they say, okay, go on, give it to your kid. So that means that some of it could go to a Jew, then we're allowed to bake it. Okay? Shadi, mi'ilav asur. Tanya, how can you say such a thing? We learned, one time Shimon Temini didn't come, didn't come on Yom Tov to, to learn. She said, why didn't you come yesterday? You see that the rabbi's right. When a guy doesn't come to shul, you have to ask him why he doesn't come to shul. Yeah, so I didn't come. Right? right? Mike, right here. Eli, right? Good, okay. So he told him. There was a, a, a battalion of soldiers came to our town. They wanted to plunder the whole city. They wanted to take all the money from the city. So we slaughtered a calf for them and we fed it to them. We sent them off in peace and they didn't end up taking the whole city. So I was busy with something yesterday. I couldn't come to class, I'm sorry. I was busy saving the town. Like we, we, we slaughtered a calf, we, fed, we gave it to them on Yom Tov and we saved the town. I think you lost more than you gained. Why? On Yom Tov, you're not allowed to cook for a guy. And you just cook this calf for the boy. It's going to be my corner of Huna who said, as long as you can feed a little cookie to a Jewish kid, it's okay to bake the whole bread for the goy. What's the problem? You could, they, 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 they could have given a little bit of the calf to Jew, and it's fine. So why is he, why, why is he bashing on, uh, on Rev. Um, Shimon Ataymani? Amar Yosef, so Yosef says, uh, the, the, the time what they gave him a taref kef since it was taref kef so therefore no Jew could eat it that's why he was upset that he ate it but you're right if it was a, had it been a kosher kef it would have been okay okay but it's a la- you're allowed to give it to a dog and therefore um, it should, shouldn't be a problem okay now why is that a problem why is that a problem Tanahim says it's machlok tanahim Pasuk that tells you that you're allowed to bake on on Yom Tov says only whatever is eaten by any soul that's the only thing you can make. Lachem, the whole nefesh teach you. I feel nefesh If we say the whole nefesh, you would think that even for an animal. You see that an animal is called a nefesh because it says if you hit, if you kill someone's animal, you have to pay him. Right? But then it says, Lachem, to teach you only for you and not for the animals. Flip to Chavah Ahmed. Lachem, Lol Klavim. 
Including the Pasuk. That's coming to teach you Lachem, but not to Goim. Mm-hmm. So Why do you include dogs and not include uh, Goim? So this the question is only according to Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva, who allows one of them, right? The, the Tanakam, Rabbi Yosef didn't allow anything, not Goim, not, not dogs. He not either one. Rabbi Akiva allowed one, he allowed the dogs. We're asking, why, why do you pick dogs allowed and Goim now? Maybe if you pick Goim no, allowed. No, because Goim. No, so he's saying, but you, you, we had we had Zashava, and we know that one of them is going to be allowed. We don't know which one. You said Nefesh and Kelev had the same Pasuk meaning, no? Yeah, but uh, Goim also Nefeshim for sure. Okay. Right? So why why did he pick one another? So he's explaining to you. A, a dog, it's your job to feed it. Right, it's yours. The goy is not my job. You don't it's own like the goy. Every kind of Kanani is different. You like cook for every There's a plain goy. You're not goy name. You're not like cook for. But my dog, I have to feed my dog. Okay, good. I'm only a buyer. Let me be Yosef. We have to go. Does this no, mean only his dog? Do a more. Do a little more. Maybe get to the mission. Hold on. I'm only a buyer. Let me be Yosef. According to Rabbi Yosef, we do not allow to give anything to a dog. According to Rabbi Kiva, we're good. But according to Rabbi Yosef, we do not to give anything to a dog. How do we throw date pits to dogs? This should be mukseh, because... It takes a lot of work to cut up to feed the dog. And you're not allowed to do... It seems, date pits are not ready for the dog right away. The reason you have to you have to chop them up, the fresh ones you have to chop them up a lot in order to feed the dog. But how are you allowed to do this chopping? I thought you're not allowed to feed dogs. They're not mukseh because you could use them to burn. You could use them as fuel. That's if they're dried. When they're wet, they're not usable as fuel. What do you do? If you have a huge bonfire, you could even use wet ones and they, they burn. And therefore, it's still fit. That's good. In Yom Tov, where you're allowed to make a fire. How do you allow to feed it to a, 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 a dog on Shabbat? If you can't use it for fuel, if you can't use it for fuel because it's Shabbat, you can't use it at all. So it says, Agav Rifta, you allow to move it. It is muksa on Shabbat, but you can move it with, with, with a piece of bread, on a piece of bread. No, no. In other words, once I'm carrying the bread, I can carry this date put on top of it. Why? A person will use bread for other purposes. Okay. Next piece. Let's see if we can get to the Mishnah. I don't know in a minute or two. According to this, Shubh Levi says, you're allowed to invite a goy to eat with you on Shabbat, but you can't invite a goy on Yom Tov. Why? We're afraid that maybe you'll add something for him. Since you're not allowed to cook for a goy on Yom Tov, on Shabbat, no one's cooking, so you can invite a goy, you can eat chalant with you. But on Yom Tov, where you're cooking, we're afraid to put an extra piece of steak on for him, which is Asur. Okay? Good. So you see from here that he disagrees with Huna because Huna didn't allow us to bake for the soldiers, right? When the soldiers in town, Huna let you bake for the soldiers as long as you give a little piece to a goy, to to a kid, and here he's not letting. Okay. Even on Shabbat, you can't invite him. 
what's left over in the wine. Because he's serving them not mushal wine, and what's left over in the wine is going to be muksa in the cup, and if not, it is. So if so, leftover Jewish wine should be, should be muksa, because no one's going to eat it. If no one drinks it, no one wants to drink leftover wine, should be muksa also. We can feed it to, to, to the chickens. What's left in the Jewish cup, you can feed to the chickens. Why can't we feed what, what's in their cup to the chickens? No. There's leftover become yain nesech. Can't even give it to, can't his, to give it to the chicken. Wow. Right. So why can't we carry it across the course? Yes, it's moksa because it has no purpose on its own. But it's in a cup that we need. And therefore, why can't we carry it for the cup? He says, you allow you move a, a, a brazier, which is like a, a little tiny pot that you put coals in. Because you might need the ashes inside. People used to use ashes to cover up spit on the floor. So uh, since I'm allowed, to, I'm allowed to move this coal thing because it's got coal ashes that I might need. And therefore... Even as broken pieces of wood that are moksa, you're allowed to, you're allowed to move because you might need the ashes. So you should be able to move the cups which have the leftover wine from the goy because I because I have the the cup. Over there it's different because it's not asur right? Here it's asur hanah. Therefore it's totally strict and you can't move it. Okay. Why can't it be? Like a graf shalrei, which means a person has a, uh, a a utensil that he uses. Maybe we should stop here. We got it right now. Let's go catch him here. Okay, we'll stop here. Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen. So we ended at the first wide line at the two dots. Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen.